Hey homies, it's Michelle Bennett, graphic designer, turn marketer, turn interior decorator, and apparently now podcast host. That's right, peeps. I selfishly started a podcast so that I would have an excuse to pick the brains of designers, decorators, and industry experts so that I can get to the next level. And the best part is you guys are coming with me. Hey, homies, I'm here today talking to a member from my Facebook group, Business Homies. Now, she did ask for me not to use her name just because we're going to be talking about some sensitive stuff today with regards to her current work. So we are just going to call her Sally if I refer to her at all. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I'm going to read to you guys. So first of all, hi, Sally. Hey. (laughs) Thank you for being here. Um, I'm going to read to everybody what you posted in the Facebook group, and then let's just have a, a conversation and we'll go from there. Okay. For you? Okay. All right, guys. So here's what she wrote. Hey, designers. I, I am new to the group, but definitely see some familiar faces. I would love to know if anybody here would help counsel me a little bit. Would anyone who is business savvy be willing to have a phone conversation with me? I have two full-time jobs. I work full-time as a designer at a properties company. And I also work full-time for my side design business, which I've been in business for one year. I have two kids, ages nine and five. My anxiety anxiety is really starting to wear on me. And I can tell that I'm taking it out on my daughter because she just wants to spend time with me and I can't give her the attention she needs. I asked my boss if I could take one day off during the week and I could uh, take a pay cut. He doesn't want me to do that. My side business is doing good and he knows I want to take time off so I can focus on it. I would love to quit my job so I can run my design business, but I can't convince my husband because of financial obligations. He's not a risk taker. I'm feeling very overwhelmed and would love to talk to someone today if possible. Thanks for listening. So first of all, sorry, it was definitely not today that we're having this conversation, but um, did you end up talking to anybody on the phone? Well, I actually took uh, one of your followers' advice. Okay. Um, oh, that's <laughs> Which, you know, kind of makes me nervous. She said, well, what about taking a part-time job? And yeah. it never even crossed my mind. I thought, you know, there's just no way. Yeah. And so, you know, I just happened to, you know, just start venturing out and just looking. Um, and I came across one thing. I really don't think it's going to come of anything. I don't even think I would like it. But um, it was just, at least it just kind of took some of the pressure off me thinking, yeah. okay, um, maybe there could potentially be a solution one day. Yeah. Yeah. And okay, so why don't you, first of all, thank you. I'm pretty sure that was Liza that posted that. Liza Jones, shout out to you. And for (laughs) helping uh, Sally uh, kind of think of things in a different way. So why don't you talk, tell us a little, or like, if you want to talk a little bit about like, where's your head at now? Like, you know, were you just kind of having one of those periods of time where, I mean, we all have those, right? Where we go a little crazy and things feel a little bit like more than we can handle. Um, so where's your head at now? Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's really just hard being a solo, um, yeah. just starting out. I mean, I've been doing design for gosh, you know, 13 years. Um, at, you know, a couple different places. I worked at an architectural firm. Um, I absolutely love the job I'm at now. And if it weren't for money and time, I would stay there in a heartbeat. I love the family. I love, um, they let me do, you know, anything that I want to do. I get really good projects. I've gotten, um, let's see, three ASID design awards um, with that company, 
um, just here in the last few weeks and, um, absolutely love them. So, you know, I guess it's just, you know, just at that age and I don't, I'm not, I don't like to jump around to jobs, yeah. which makes me feel uncomfortable. And so, you know, at the beginning, like, and I never thought I would even have my own business. Right. Like ever. And so one day I was just, you know, on the couch talking to my brother-in-law and just kind of, you know, how you just talk, talk to people that you're around. And I was like, what if I, what if I opened my own company? He was oh my like, God. do it. I love it. Oh <laughs> and God, so I, I did. So well, you know what? That's what I did too. <laughs> you know what's funny about exactly what you just said? So I recently um, was interviewed on a podcast. A friend knew somebody and needed a, like a, a guest and somehow I fit the bill. And she, she, and I talked a lot about confidence on that podcast and she was talking to me about this strategy of, you know, what she says to herself all the time is like, why not me? Like, yeah. why can't I do that? So it's awesome that you basically just did all that on your own and you're already saying that and you're kind of in your own head, you're realizing like, yeah, of course I can do that. So uh, how many clients, like, so what is the balance then? <laughs> like you, you're working two jobs and then you have your side business? Well, yes. maybe I'm not understanding that. No, that's hundred percent right. I mean, to me, whenever I talk to people, I say that I have two full-time jobs. Plus two kids, plus ball games and people yeah. emailing me saying, hey, you know, I'd love to work with you. So, yeah. So, I mean, let's see. I have on the plate right now, I have six big jobs lined up. Then I have four medium jobs and one small little thing that I don't know. It's just it's difficult because I can't even I don't even have my invoices sent out for from uh was it March? No, April. Um and clients are asking me, hey, where's my invoice? <laughs> and I don't even have time to think about it. I can't even think about it. And I don't know. I just um I'm I haven't sent out some proposals that I need to send out. Um okay so, so it sounds like you have okay I'm just going to, you know what we're going to do right now is what I'm thinking we do. Because what you did say on your post was like, you really, in your perfect world, you'd like to just be able to focus on your own business, but you're having a hard time convincing your husband. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So I am definitely not going to tell you and give you the advice that you should do anything. But what I want to help you do maybe is like break it down a bit for him and figure out ways to break things down. You just said you had, okay, so... You, you just said you had, what, five clients? Um, five big jobs. You know, wait list, kind of? Yes. Okay, so goals, that's amazing. <laughs> and if you had to think about, like, or would you be able to potentially quantify what those could be in dollar figures? Well, um, I thought that one of my jobs was going to be a $10,000 job. And because the um, person that I met with, I mean, the house was, you know, $700,000 and they're just not ready to spend that amount. And so it was just like, okay, well, I need to backtrack. I guess I need to start, I need to pare down. You know, that was something that I thought was going to be like super big and it's just not. And so um, there's just, you know, things come up with like that, like you're on a high, it's just, it's like a roller coaster. You get on a high and then you're like, (laughs) oh my gosh. 
Oh, and then one client, um, one of my big job clients, um, I thought they were going to be amazing. Whole house renovation, loved my ideas. Then they stopped the project because um, the husband's dad was sick. Um, so she's been texting me, hey, you know, sorry for the delay, all this. Well, like literally two days ago, she texted me whenever I was like already, you know, super high anxiety. She texted me, it was like, hey, we're ready to renovate. <laughs> so I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, you gotta love those people, right? Yeah. They're like, uh, hurry, hurry, hurry. And then they say, and then they, you give them everything they need. And then they basically say like, drop off the face of the earth. And then all of a sudden it's like, I need you immediately. And it's like, yeah, I can't work that way. But okay. When you say a 10 K job, you mean like your services, like 10 sure. to you. Okay. Well, okay. So what, uh, here's what I'm thinking you could do is, is like build out a little bit of a proposal for your husband. So pull together numbers and pull together like you're you're presenting to a board and he is the board and maybe this is stupid but sometimes like even just him seeing you do this and and break it down might help him. So do you guys and I'm sure you do but is there a way for you to kind of pull or pull like if you don't have this already what does it cost to live in the house that you live in? What are all the bills? And come up with a, this is how much I personally need to contribute to this family. Yeah. Is that something that you have right now at your fingertips? Um, I mean, it would, yes. Yes. Okay. So you have, you know, that number in your head, how much you personally have to contribute to your family household? Yes. Okay. And if you were to sit down and say, okay, if I was only doing my own business and not this other job. And sorry, can I clarify one more time? You have your own business and then two jobs or you have your own business and then one job? One job. Okay. I thought it was three and I was like, holy crap. I don't know how you're doing that. But I still, um, don't, I still don't know how you're doing this. But but still, you're, you know, women, we're superheroes. So we do. <laughs> um, okay. So if you could, would you be able to sit down right now and look at your existing cash flow that you're getting from clients and maybe do like a, okay, in the last three months, maybe the last year, however long you've been doing these mm-hmm. side projects, figure out exactly how much you took home yourself when you were only able to focus on a business 20% of the time, whatever that looks like. And, and then and then think about like, well, realistically, if I'm able to focus a hundred percent of my time or what, you know, you're a right. well and a wife, uh, 80%, like I know that I would be able to deliver the proposals to my clients because the reality is you're going to have a really hard time to, to attract more clients, to deliver the, these clients and to build a business when you can't focus the energy on it. Right. Would that be helpful if you could figure out a way to better show him visually with numbers and facts to help you help to help him kind of understand a little bit more like, yes, this is a risk, Mm -hmm. but, and then sir, you know what, this was something else somebody said to me the other day. And I've heard this strategy before. Actually, it was, it was a realtor I was talking to. And she said she was thinking of completely changing careers. Granted she was single and you know, she wasn't, she didn't have two mouths to feed, but yeah. theory, the whole concept's still there. But basically her mentor said to her, okay, so what happens if you do fail? And she said, well, 
then I would get a job. Or, you know, yeah. and she just kept saying, like, so what if you say, okay, what if the idea is I'm going to find, like Liza suggested, I'm going to, husband, I'm going to start by transitioning into a part-time job, like you said, and like we talked about. And then I'm going to do that, which is going to allow me to help grow my business and to help kind of show you and probably myself a little bit right. what I can do. When that starts to build more, then I can say, okay, then I'm going to dedicate a year or two. You come up with like a number. I'm going to say, I'm going to give it a go after I do the part-time. Like you're kind of like phasing yourself into into this full-time. You're not just going cold turkey. And then you phase yourself after your part-time into your, I'm just doing my business now. That's it. And you give yourself a time frame, which helps you build up that momentum and prove to yourself and to him. And by that point, like, I mean, it already sounds like you've got a really good thing going and it can only get better if you can focus on it a little more. And if you can kind of show him the numbers. Right. Thanks. Yeah. And so, you know, it's tax season and, yeah. you know, it's like, <laughs> it doesn't okay, <laughs> exactly. Cause it's like, well, how much did you make last year? I'm like, well, I don't know because you know, yeah, I did, you know, my one year mark just hit, but that's just, you know, by the books by one year, because I didn't start advertising until I was actually doing it for, you know, four months or so, because I was too nervous to, to scream it to the world because I, you know, I wanted to be honest to my boss. And so I'll let him know, you know, Hey, <laughs> this is what's going on. Yeah. And I'm doing this and, you know, Believe it or not, he he was okay with it, which I was really um, pleasantly surprised. And, and I mean, it's not direct competition to him. Yeah. So I think that that, you know, definitely helped. Absolutely. I mean, even just, I'm sure even just being able to be honest with him helps the anxiety as well, right? Because you don't need that additional anxiety on you as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I don't like to hide anything. <laughs> yeah. So are you just feeling right now like you're so spreads just so thin? Yes. Yeah. And has it, And are you still feeling that way? Um, yeah. I de- yeah, definitely. Um, I have reached out to a couple um, interior design uh, students at our local college. Mm-hmm. Um, I met with one and she was okay, but I have um, another one lined up on Friday um, that I'm going to interview and I have an installation um, coming up. So I'm hoping to bring a few of them, you know, with me. Yeah. Just hopefully that, you know, somebody can, I can at least, you know, say, Hey, you know, can you do this task? Or, I mean, I think that, you know, if I were a student and I had, anybody call me and ask me, you know, to come along and help. I mean, I feel like that that would be a huge benefit. As Um, a newbie who even has like her own business, I would still do that. Yeah. (laughs) You'd be like, y'all come tag along and see how you do things. hundred percent. Yeah. Here's what, here's what I'll say. I, I started my business Two, it was my two-year anniversary in April, which I never really celebrated or even announced anywhere. I really should have. Yeah. But, but um, and I don't have the amount of experience that you have. And I'm in Toronto, which is fairly saturated market. I'm gonna guess. And I, in my first year, which was last year, my first full year in business. Now the number I put on your tax, because you're trying to write off as much as you can, so you pay as little tax as possible. But if I don't include that, I made almost as as much as I made in corporate 
in my first year with zero experience and I was making six figures in corporate. So I'm just going to say like, if I can do it, (laughs) you should. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Way more experience. Um, like you're working in a firm and you've been doing this, you said 15 years? Well, um, two different places. I work for an architectural company, I mean, firm. And then um, this other place, I guess, like six years. So. Yeah, no, that's amazing. If I had that behind me, I, under my belt, I feel like I would, oh my God, that would be so amazing. At the same time though, sometimes the more you know, <laughs> it, right. can, it can be harder because it's like, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I also think like if I look back at what I know now, I might, I would have been a little bit crazier or harder to take the leap, but um, only because I made so many mistakes, but you're going to be ahead of the battle because you've already learned so much. And then well, you're able to invoice people and get your money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, and two, you know, I've been doing a lot of commercials. So, you know, this has mainly been residential. So I think, you know, and I have a ton of experience in retail. You you have a lot of experience that's going to translate in order to help sell yourself and and kind of move. So what is so your husband? What is it? What is he? Is he just like he's risk adverse? Like is it just the expenses are too high and it's not realistic? Um. Yes, he mm-hmm. thinks it's not realistic. I think that he's just. He just wants me to prove it, and which I am, and I mean, I have a good cushion, but at the same time, he's just, okay, so that that was another question. So, yeah, back to your question. What happens if I do fail? So, one of my main questions was, I mean, you know, as a business, is there a possibility for me to take, like, a small business loan out? I don't know anything about that. I mean, I've never gone to business school, and I haven't really, you know, questioned anybody about that, like, you know, would I be able to take out any kind of a loan for my income? I mean, I got I just don't know. So I don't know that. I I've never taken a loan. Here's the deal. I didn't take a loan. Um I'm just I'm here, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna share my experiences with you in the hopes that my experiences will be of help. Um I didn't take out a loan. I live in Toronto. This house, one million percent cannot be sustained on one income. Right. So, and I'll tell you what, like having that kind of fire under your butt can do wonders for hustling, number yeah. one. Um, I didn't take out any loans. Have I, have there been some months, like my guess is that you're, you've got more in savings than I did. <laughs> so uh, I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I didn't, but I will be honest. I didn't have this whole cushion in my savings. Um, and Full disclosure, I did have a severance, which was helpful, but I didn't even launch my business until after that severance was gone and then it was no longer relevant anyway. But um, but I, I did it anyway and I believed. And yeah. I, I think that the most important thing, and, and it does, I'll be honest, I think it does help like if your husband was also believing because that helps... Yeah. Sometimes because there's going to be moments when you're not going to be believing. And there's moments of that. I had that this week again. It's like up and down. But then I have like my partner telling me it's all good. So we need to be able to get him on board, I think, um, as well. 
I think that if you started writing some numbers down, I could be wrong about this, obviously. Um, I don't think that you necessarily, and I don't know, I'm not the right person to give you the the answer on this, but I don't think you want a loan in order to pay your bills. Right. Um, If you're going to get a loan, in my mind, you'd want to be getting a loan in order to help you with marketing. So you want to get a loan to pay for things that will create more money as opposed to paying bills. Um, And, you know, I think what you need to do is start thinking about ways that you can, ways that don't cost money. I've, in the last two years in business, I've, I mean, I've spent money on marketing tools, like an email marketing tool, things like that. I paid $450 for, um, for, uh, an ad in a paper once, which was stupid. And I don't recommend everything. <laughs> I saw it. And then I, and then I paid like for a template for my website. Do you have a website for your own personal business? Yes. Okay, cool. And you have like your own photography and photos that of, of projects you're allowed to use in your bit, in your portfolio. Yes. And actually, um, the uh, firm that I worked for, um, before they let me use some of the projects that I've gotten awards for. So Amazing. those are on my site, which is, <laughs> I was really surprised, but I just kind of thought, you know, what's it going to hurt? I mean, I may as well call my old boss and just say, hey, this is what I'm doing. I'd love to use these photographs and I'll credit you. And And so (laughs) that's not the universe giving the old green light. I don't know what it is. You know what I mean? Like everything is like, you didn't think they were going to say yes. And then they said yes. Like, um, I think, oh, well, thank you, universe, for giving <laughs> me more signs that this is the right thing and, you know, continuing down that path. It sounds cheesy, but I don't know. That's the way I look at things. Um, but I think that before you start thinking about loans, and I will say this, there's, you know, there was a bit of credit card stuff. Like I don't have a lot of credit card debt, but there was a few times when it was like, oh, you know, I really yeah. hate I dipped into my credit card. But um, I listened to a podcast once. I listened to a lot of podcasts, which is why I thought it was fitting that I should start my own. But, um, and I was listening to, I think it was um, somebody who started it's the skim, which is something it's really mostly us based, but it's this like daily um, newsletter you get in your email that tells you all that happened in the news the day before. It's mostly us based, but anyways, oh, okay. I think it was these two founders of this company who they just made the decision they were going to live on credit cards for a year. Oh, and I'm not suggesting that you do that. But in their head, they did say, you know what, we're going, we couldn't get anybody to back us. And we just decided we believed in ourselves and we huh. needed to pay it off. And I've tried to kind of give myself that mindset and say like, okay, I did have to go into credit card debt a little bit here or there. Again, nothing crazy. And I'm not suggesting this, anybody who's listening. Um, but I also thought, okay, I need to reframe my... There's a lot of beliefs around money. That's something that I've been having to deal with. And it might be something that you and your husband might want to talk about as well is, um, you know, sometimes we think about money in ways that have a lot to do with how, what we learned growing up. So things like, I don't, you know, I can't afford that. I can't do this. And maybe we, maybe you should really sit down. Like I said, pull the numbers. Here's how much I need to contribute. And like where... 
where can we give a little bit and say, do we need this? Do we need that? Uh And the slight sacrifice because, you know, I birthed two children. I gave up, you know, I know you said your oldest was nine years. And like, this is something I need to do for myself. But I also feel like it's going to be do really well. And I'm going to be able to really contribute to this family. Is it going to happen overnight? No, but I really believe in myself. And I, you know, here's, here's some numbers to show you you know, how much I've currently made and all I have. And then, you know, what you need to do too is you, okay. So for me, when I started and I had to figure out my services and how much I was going to charge to which I undercharged grossly, I I broke it. I worked backwards. Okay. I said, Michelle, you need to make, okay. For me, I'm going to just give you my real numbers off the top of my head. Okay. You need to contribute to my home and uh, to the mortgage and to bills, this is without spending money. I need a minimum of, I think, $3,500 a month. That's like half and half my share of the bills. Sure. Okay? So obviously, I need to make at least that, but I also need to live. So you come up with that number that's realistic. Okay, so let's just say, at minimum, I need to make $5,000. And for you, this number is totally different. So you say, I $5,000 is how much this woman needs to contribute to this household. Yeah. Now what you do is you work backwards and you say, how do I meet that number? Okay, well, what's realistic? Uh, two clients a month? Three clients a month? How many clients can you realistically handle? You just said you were handling five, <laughs> which is a lot in my opinion. Yeah. Like for me, I really only want like four, depending on the scale. And then you can also think about... Okay, if I tried to do one consultation a week, what do you charge for your consultation? One thirty-five. Uh, an hour or for the like, how long is that? For an hour and a half. Okay, and what do you? What is your hourly rate? Ninety. Okay, so I don't know your market. Maybe that's what your market bears. Um, what it? What is your firm uh, charge an hour? Uh, it's. It, we don't really do it like that. So. Okay. So. So based on those numbers, what you do is now you start to work backwards and say, okay, you said 135. I don't know what, like, do you mind throwing out what your number would be a month? Like you could even be lying and fudge it a bit, but can we work backwards a little bit and start to quantify that? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I would say probably, you know, 3000 ish. Okay. So we're going to work back from this right now. We're going to break it down into like how easy this can actually be. If you start to, okay. So how many consultations would you do a week? How many, what would your goal be? And what's realistic? Um, If you're working a hundred percent for yourself. So, I mean, I would say one consultation a week. Yeah, same. I I don't want to do more than that. Okay. So that's $540 there. Okay. So of those consultations, are you probably hoping they're all going to turn into bigger projects? Yes. And what's like, what's an average project size for you? Like if you, if you turn that into like a full fee scale project, um, I would say three to 4,000. And how does that, how long does that project last in order for that number to be a thing? Uh, right now about two months. Okay. Well, hello. Did you just, <laughs> so three to $4,000 for two months. So we're going to turn that, we're going to divide that. So we're going to say just to be, just, just to be like, uh, on the, just, be, play it safe side, $1,500 plus 540 
Are you with me right now? Are you following me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you got 1500 plus five. Okay. Well, okay. So math isn't totally my friend. So I need a calculator. So, okay. One client in one month plus one consultation a week, you're already at $2,000 and $2,040. I'm going to okay. assume you are going to have at least two clients. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, you just surpassed your goal. Yeah. It's that easy. Like now I would say this too, in your head, when you know what that number is that you need to meet and then you start to break it down and work backwards. Like if you start to show this to your husband, like, okay, my contribution to this family and whatever that number is, let's we're working with 3000 right now. Um, I also live in Toronto, so my cost of living, you know, is, can be really high. So I don't know what the cost of living is for you, but $3,000, I assume that probably includes like, you know, children based things. I can't begin. This is, I don't have kids, so I don't know. But then you say, you know what, my goal, like, you know, granted you might not have four consult, one consultation a week. I don't, I rarely have one consultation a week. Um, but I'll get at least two a month, but you're also like, you're just trying to break it down and know okay, if I need to get one consultation a week, I need to figure out a way to attract those consultations each week. Um, and realistically, your projects, you just said you had a project you thought might be 10K. And if you mentally gear, like you start to really believe like, or think about, I need a project that's worth 10K. Yeah. I know that this sounds like super hokey and woo-woo, but I, as soon as I started to up those numbers in my head that's what started happening to me and I and I really can appreciate that that sounds crazy but it really did and and it's almost like it's like they say your thoughts become your reality and if you could just break it down for yourself into these simple very simple terms like would you say what I just said sounded completely and utterly doable well, you know, I do win um, drawings and prizes like all the time. Like if I walk in a room and you have to put your name in the hat, I usually win. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> you're going to win the business lottery too while you're at it. <laughs> I hope. Well, no, you will. See, that's the other thing too, is we have to like, I have to catch myself all the time. It's not, I hope it's, I will, and I'm going to do it. It's, you know, it might not happen overnight, but I fully, I really believe for myself, the, the sheer and utter belief, like, but you do really have to believe it, that, that I could do it and not, and not allowing for the, I hopes to come in and really just saying like, no, I'm going to do it. And like, let's be serious. Two clients in order to make your goal a month is completely realistic. Right. And in some cases, um, it might even just take one client to meet that goal, but depending on the size of the project. Sure. So that's what you got to talk to your husband about breaking it down. And, and I know it's not really that simple, but it kind of almost is at the same time. Like when we start to, and, and it's all about what is the number that I need? And then, and then eventually that's going to be no big deal. And then all of a sudden you're gonna be like, well, I don't want to just make what I need. And I need to, I want to, I want to be rich. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with yeah. being rich. I yeah. want to be, I want to, you know, maybe my husband not to have to work as hard or maybe I want my husband to come work with me. And I don't know what that right. looks like for you, but, but yeah, I don't know. That's my thoughts and feelings on the matter. <laughs> <laughs>
what else are you thinking about over there? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess it, you know, it is kind of hard being a solo because, um, my husband doesn't, you know, he doesn't really talk very much. I mean, he's like, if I described y'all, I mean, my husband to y'all, y'all would probably steal him because he's like the best, <laughs> but, um, I mean, he's great with the kids. Um, he's great with everything, but he just, you know, how, you know, girls are easy to talk to and they'll, you know, give you feedback and he does a little bit, but I mean, it's just kind of hard, um, being on your own when your family, you know, they they support you, but at the same time, they're also concerned about yeah. you and your, um, <laughs> you know, mental health and oh, yeah, <laughs> they're like, why are you doing that? Just stop. And you're like, no, I, you know, I'll stay up for, you know, till two, three in the morning. It's fine. And <laughs> yeah, well, here's, here's one thing. I, I totally feel you on that. Like I really do feel you because it's an emotional roller coaster. And if you're somebody who's already prone to anxiety, which I will say that I am, um, when I, when I lost my last job, it was like six months of not sleeping at night. I was having panic attacks at work and it was just really bad. And it's, it is, you know, I'm much happier now, but it's a slippery slope. So I totally get it. Yeah. Um, you know, and you can, t- I think I could be wrong. Some people thrive on that. If, do you know who Gary Vaynerchuk is? <laughs> He's like a guru who this is like his mantra is like hustle, 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 work, you know, work till three in the morning. But I think the reality is like, that's not probably what you want to be doing. And um, that's, that is going to lead probably if I had to guess, I am no professional in any shape or form, but that's only something you can sustain. I think for a short period of time before it does, you have a breaking point, which is probably like what, prompted the post in the Facebook group, which I yeah. feel you because I, I am brought to that point a lot. Um, but you know, it might be really good to, like I started again, this, I feel like I sound like a crazy person, but I started meditating, um, in the morning and just making, just forcing 10 minutes every morning to, and I, and I do guided meditation. I found this new great app a friend actually told me about and, it's just apparently I, I recommend reading some of the research on how good meditation can be, even though it sounds a little bit batshit cray, but um, <laughs> it's, it does a lot. And I feel like it's done a lot for me. And I think if as an entrepreneur, our mental health is going to be like pushed hard. Yeah. <laughs> like Dave, who is my partner, on the, like on the weekly, I'm like, why am I doing this? My clients hate me, you know? And, and he, and he's like jokes. He's like, you said this last week. It's like, yeah, I did. But you know, I get it. I'm going to be on a super high in two days. And that, I think that is kind of the nature. And if, and it's like, if that's what it's going to be, and I don't think that's going to change to be honest, I don't know, but I feel like that's just part of, that's like par for the course. And that's part of, part of, um, owning your own business, but we got to find strategies to, to deal with it. Are you feeling a little less anxious at least? Yeah. I mean, I think I am, you know, it's just like you said, it's just at times you just get overwhelmed and, you know, and a big thing is my daughter. I mean, she's five years old Yeah, and she's a mama's girl Mm -hmm. and it's really difficult whenever, 
you know, it's nice outside and I would love to go outside and play. And mm. she's like, mom, come do this, come do that. And, um, it's really difficult whenever, and, and she has these little sayings. I can't even think about one off the top of my head, but she just says these things like, you know, wise work, you know, more important and mm. things like that, that just like really get to you. And, and I know, I mean, and, I, and I'm just hoping that it's just for a short time. Yeah. Um, Cause I'd love to be able to, to be able to be there for her mm-hmm. um, right now. Yeah. Instead of feeling like, you know, I just want you to go away because I need to do my stuff. <laughs> yeah. Is it cause you work from home? Yeah. 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 And when you're working from home, is there anybody else there when the kids are there? Um, yeah. So this is whenever we're all at home. I mean, after five. Yeah. I wonder, like, I guess, oh, so this is kind of like an evening hours? Exactly. Got it. And Saturdays and Sundays. and Because you're running, you're, you got too many jobs. <laughs> you have to work. Well, you know what? Like, to me, that sounds like a pretty good motivator to to see how you can get your husband to potentially come around. And at the end of the day, obviously you guys have to figure out, I'm not saying what you should do because again, I am not a coach, but like, I would say that there is something that, you know, there is something that has to give almost because that's not, that's, well, it's going to be hard on your body, on your mental health to work that much. And then you're adding all this guilt and then, you know, also, you know, obviously it's got to be hard for the kids too, um, as well. So it's, that almost sounds like another great reason to consider it. Right. All right. Well, I feel like at this point, maybe what you're going to want to do is, like I said, write those numbers down, try to figure out like, how do you, how do you meet that your minimum that you need to contribute to your family household? And then, um, maybe keep us posted in the group as to where you are and keep posting in the group. Um, if you get stuck on anything and if there's anything else and you know, we can always hop on a call another time too. All right, Sally. (laughs) Thank you, Michelle. Thank you so much for chatting and, um, hopefully you can keep us all posted up, uh, sorry, posted in the group as far as like where you're at and maybe it's like a phased approach like we talked about. And if you talk to your husband and have any um, new conversations. Make sure you let us know how it goes. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll, okay. I'll talk to you later. Thank you. All right. Well, homies, that was my very first homie chat. Huge thank you to Sally for chatting with me and sharing some of her experiences with them, which I'm sure everybody has shared those similar fears. And I will say this, uh, I post this every Sunday in my Facebook group. Um, and it's that, a quote that I've always really loved. I heard this probably very early when I started my business on a podcast, of course, (laughs) where I hear everything. But um, I heard the quote, everything you've ever wanted is on the other side of fear. And that really resonated with me. And I think it's really important that you acknowledge the fear, but you don't let it stop you from making the next step that you need to make. And it is a risk, of course, but it's going to be so beneficial in the end. Um, We talked about a lot of things in this podcast. And one of the things we talked about was uh, working on financial mindset. So basically, you know, some of the limiting beliefs that you might be holding on to with regards to 
how much money you can make, um, your beliefs about money. So things like, you know, money doesn't grow on trees, uh, things like if I have to work extremely hard in order to be successful. All these things are beliefs that have been ingrained in us since we were young, oftentimes from our parents. And the book, You Are a Badass at Making Money, is a book I would recommend to every single woman to read. I read her first book, You Are a Badass, which was freaking amazing. But You Are a Badass at Making Money is even more amazing. And honestly, I recommend it to every woman that I meet. Uh, even when I, I just... I just think everybody could benefit from this book. So check it out. Uh, if you're like me, just listen to the audio version. I don't always have time to read, although I'm trying to make time for it before I go to bed in the next little month because uh, I got a whole bunch of books I need to get through. Anyway, so guys, if you enjoyed that, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. And hey, why not leave a review? <laughs> I feel like I'm going to feel like a broken record after a while, but... We are all used to hearing it every time we listen to a podcast, and I get it now. I would love if you would leave a review. Um, I wish I had another review to to read out loud on the podcast, but alas, I have not gotten any new ones. So I guess I'll just wait patiently and eagerly for the next review. Who will it be? Will it be you? I hope so. You should totally be the, the next one. And I will, like I said in my last podcast, I will, for the next foreseeable future, I will read any reviews that have been left and, you know, give you a kudos. So anyways, guys, if you want any of the show notes to some of the things referenced on this podcast, go to businesshomies.com slash 005, 005, guys. <laughs> Can't keep up anymore. Um... And if you think somebody else might benefit from this podcast because maybe they're a newbie or maybe you want to chat with me uh, for homie chats, then please don't hesitate to reach out. But you do need to be a member of my Facebook group in order to be a homie chat guest. Um, It's kind of something that I reserve just for those members. And next week I will be doing a solo show and I'm going to talk about what starting this business has done for me and how transformative it has been. And it's going to be a gooder and I really hope that it will inspire some people to take action. Anyways, guys, that's all I got. Talk to you next week. Bye homies. (laughs) 